Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Ah, blessing saints. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with us. So, are you seeing to it? Are you? Remember what we saw the last time we were together. The Lord was answering the questions that the disciples had asked. The question was, hey, tell us when are these things going to happen and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And the very first thing that Jesus answered was to see to it that no one misleads you. Folks, that is just so, so important. In the next verse, he gives a little more insight into it. He says, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will mislead lead many. There are so, so, so many people that are coming in the name of the Lord that are acknowledging that uh, the Lord is Messiah. They're doing it, but they're misleading folks. Some of them are doing it out of ignorance, okay? We've all done that. I'll grant that, okay? But many, many, many are doing it uh, intentionally, and they're doing it for the purposes of power they're doing it for the purposes of prestige, position, money, uh, control over the people, whatever it may be. The Lord shows us that we have a responsibility to be certain that we're not misled. We can't come along and say, well, my Sunday school teacher never told me about that, so it's their fault. Or nobody told me that when I was a kid, or my mom and daddy didn't tell me, or my preacher never taught that. Or never pre- no. We have a role and a responsibility. It's the first thing that Jesus says. That really tells you a lot. So in verse 4 again, And Jesus answered and said to them, See to it that no one misleads you. This is chapter 24 of Matthew, by the way. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. And then he tells them something else, verse 6. You will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. Well, you say, well, hasn't that been going on since the Cain and Abel time? Yes, it has. But they're going to increase. We will be hearing more of wars and rumors of wars if for no other reason than a couple of reasons. First of all, there's more people. Do you realize that the population of the world right now, the population of the world is equal, if not more than the population of all the world that has lived up to this point in time? from the time of the Garden of Eden up to this point in time, that there's more people alive today than have been alive and died prior to this time. And so you have more opportunities for wars and rumors of wars. And then also, uh, the Lord has just granted unto us some marvelous toys, okay? <laughs> some marvelous tools, even the ability to do what we're doing right now and, and gathering together in this format, whether you're listening in the car or on the phone or over a computer or however it may be the ability to communicate and to know things instantaneously. In times past, there would be wars and people would never, ever know about them. But now we're going to be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. Then the Lord tells us in verse 6, the second command that we saw last episode, see that you are not frightened. There will be opportunities to be frightened. There will be opportunities to walk in fear. And the Lord is telling us point blank, See to it that you are not frightened. And you say, well, how do you do that? Well, again, you have a choice to make. 
Am I going to believe and trust in the Most High God, or am I going to believe in the situation and circumstance? Am I going to trust my emotions, or am I going to trust Him and His Word? The balance of that sentence, I stopped in the middle of the sentence. Listen to what it says. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he says, you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. Be certain that you're frightened. They've got to take place. But don't worry. That's not the end yet. And he gives a little more insight. Verse 7, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places, there will be famines and earthquakes. Now, we know that we've had earthquakes through the years. We know we've had famines through the years. This nation against nation and kingdom against kingdom is interesting because the word there for nation is actually the Greek word ethnos, ethnicities. Ethnicities will rise up against ethnicities. People of straight hair will rise up against people of curly hair. People that are short in stature will rise up against people who are tall in stature. And you say, well, that's sort of... Uh, uh, foolish and goofy sounding. Well, isn't any goofier to say that people of one uh, skin color will rise up against people of another skin color? But that's literally what's going to happen. And we have seen that increasing in our lifetime. And then the kingdoms against kingdom, uh, that is what we think in our minds as being nations. Okay. He tells us this is going to happen. We know from the scripture that there is no such thing as race in the way that it is used today. Mankind is one blood, okay? We are one blood. We are humans. And yet there are socioeconomic distinctions. Yes, there are cultural distinctions. Yes, there, there are ethnicities in that way. And they will rise up against one another because that's what man does. There will be kingdoms fighting against kingdoms, nations against nations, and there will be famines and earthquakes. There are or is an increase in earthquakes. Part of that is because of our ability to uh, detect them and to know where they are, et cetera, et cetera, and particularly to know them in uh, sparsely populated areas, for instance. But when you see what's going to be happening in the last days, particularly when you go to Revelation and see how important earthquakes are, the Lord is telling us this will occur. Then verse 8, the last verse we'll look at for today, he starts off with this word, but... All these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. All what things? Well, the, the, the misleading, the deception, the wars and hearing of that and the rumors of wars, the ethnic battles and the ethnic struggles, the nations and the kingdoms fighting against each other. These are just merely just the beginning of birth pangs. And if you've had any experience in whatever way with birth pangs, you'll know that you'll have little pangs here and there weeks, if not months out from when something actually happens. He's using a picture right here that mankind can understand. Something is being birthed. Something is about to be delivered. Something is about to come forth. He says, but these things that I'm telling you about, this is just the beginning of birth pangs. You're going to be experiencing these kind of things. Yeah, you'll be experiencing them throughout but then they're going to increase in intensity just as birth pangs do. The things he's talking about right here, these are just the beginning of birth pangs, but they are birth pangs, but it's just the beginning. What happens with birth pangs? They begin and then they get what? Yeah, more intense, more intense, more intense. 
until something is birthed. It's sort of an interesting picture that the Lord's painting for us right here because it does beg the question, uh, if he's using the picture of birth pains, what, what is being birthed? What is being brought forth? And it could be any number of things that pop into mind. I've really never thought about that that way and talked about it. It could be the birthing forth of the kingdom of God, which ultimately you see there in Revelation, the birthing forth of his judgment and the wrath of the day of the Lord. Uh, I think it's elements of all that. Uh, for our purposes now, we are to do exactly what it says, to understand that when these things occur, it's just the beginning, to see to it that we're not misled, and to see to it that we're not frightened. If you are frightened, then you're trusted in something else other than the Most High God. If you are being misled and you know there's something wrong, the Lord reveals it to you. It's Him that's tugging you. That's, that's got that little thing in the back of your mind going, something's just not right about this. Something's not correct about it. Go to the Word. Seek Him through His Spirit, and He'll give you insight. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.